Stop crying, Frank Lampard. It's uh, well. It was a, to be fair when the Leeds fans came up with it. It was a clever chant. There was no swearing. It wasn't overly like offensive. It was just a very clever chant. But it hasn't it come back to bite them now? It like, has. It's come back round to bite them in the backside. It really has. If I'm being completely honest, there's half of me wants Leeds to be back in the Premier League because they are a big club. But it will always be amusing. It, oh, this this capitulation. It's, it's a bit, and you won't like this, but it's a bit, it's a bit like Liverpool supporters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, when, I when Liverpool supporters are hurting, there's something a little bit well, there was guilty a, pleasure in it. There was, a, there was an article in one of the newspapers today about Liverpool um, in, the, in the Premier League having more chants sung about them negatively than anyone else in the Premier League, which I'm quite happy about. Well, I say I'm yeah. quite happy about. I love it because it makes people think about us. So we had—I can't remember how many chants we had sung about us by other clubs, um, but even though it was most in the Premier League, it was oh, it was under half of what Leeds have. So Leeds had something like 117 <laughs> different chants sung about them by clubs up and down. Yeah, the obviously well, Leeds are the most—they're not a well liked club. No. I would, I would have preferred. I'd say United are less liked. Maybe I don't know. Um, obviously, from my point of view, it's it's obvious. Cause well, I stand United but in the city of Salford, maybe they're the most liked, but everywhere else in the world, I would, I would, I'd say, well, city of Salford, yeah, maybe. I'd still say a few people in Salford are um, a sky blue, but you'd have to do some kind of who research. were probably Chelsea blue. <laughs> yeah, 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 I would have thought so. Yeah. Um, I just think. It came back to bite them, and it was funny the fact that Lampard had them had the Derby players singing that in the dressing room after yeah. they knocked them out. Um, it was quite a semi-final that though, wasn't it between Derby and Leeds? It was. I kept flicking on and off. Um, well, the first leg was pretty much meh. Um, it wasn't a good game. Really. It was a great. Was I mean, from the outside, it looked a fantastic result from Leeds to go away to Derby and win the first leg one 0 That's. In a two-legged affair, that's what you want. You want to be taking a lead back back home, but but then the confidence came out. And I've got a friend who uh, I've talked about a few times who's a lead supporter. And the confidence came out after that. Oh, it was a good win, one 0 away from home. But it wasn't. It wasn't a. We've got to be worried at Ellen Road. It's we've we'll get a, we'll get them back to Ellen Road. And we'll absolutely talk uh, them. So it's complacency, complacency. Um, Derby have been doing this all season though, um, kind of defying. I know um, I know Lampard's had a little bit of money to spend, but he's been really shrewd as well. Like two of his better signings and most influential influential signings have been loan signings: Wilson from Liverpool and Mason Mount right. and Mason Mount from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously, Mason last, Mount looks like a good uh, player. I he think does. the two of them look very good players. Um, the only thing that stops Harry Wilson, I can imagine Mount going back to Chelsea. I can. Well, with the transfer ban. Yes, but yeah, I was going to mention that. Um, but with Wilson, the only issue with Wilson, and he is a quality player, he's shown by his goals and assists this year. Um, the problem with Wilson is that he currently has Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah in front of him. And he's not going to get the game time that he's had at Derby to progress. That's no, he's not. And it's not going to change, is it, either? No. Um, so, co- talking about Mount and Wilson, that brings us on to the uh, the second leg. So, the first leg, 1-0. Second leg, back at um, Ellen Road. And Derby won it 4-2. 4-2 yeah. to go through, 4-3 on aggregate, and both Mount and Wilson scored in that game. Yeah, they did, you're right. 
Brady um, getting sent off, which is not a surprise to anybody. No, no. Um, it's the fact that Leeds went 2-0 up on aggregate as well. So what, they come back with a 1-0 lead. They score again. That pretty much that makes them think they're safe. It's almost like we, we spoke about the Ajax Spurs semi-final, didn't we? Ajax took a 1-0 lead back yeah. to their place. And they actually went 3-0 up on aggregate and then ended up losing. And it, this, I know it's top professional support uh, sport, but there's got to be a degree of complacency there. To go 2-0 up on aggregate in such an important game and then to capitulate to the point where you concede four. Do you know what I'd be interested in? I'd be interested to see. To I concede don't... four, sorry, in about 45 minutes as well. That's what leads Yeah, to yeah it was, yeah. To concede four in 45 minutes at home, that's got to be a degree of complacency. Or, on the flip side of it, absolutely dropping the bricks. Well, for me, I, I, I want this to be done, but I don't know whether it could ever be done. I'd like to see the effect of Bielsen not having uh, the ability to spy on teams. Whether <laughs> since that moment at Derby... It's- and I think it has in my mind the, the results of decline. I, th- I think it's more of a mental thing rather than a, oh, we can't spy on players well, anymore. It's you, look at, mental. you look at their squad. Well, you, you You've got some of the most exciting wingers in the, pre- in the championship. Me- you mentioned it in our Spygate special about how um, it must, not not just the data that Bielsa and his spies got, but the feeling that the players ha- would have had from Bielsa thinking, look at all the, the work he, that goes into preparing yeah. us. Uh, make, it. Making them uh, go out on that field feel it, feeling 10 feet tall. And all of a sudden, part of that work stops. So they're not allowed to do it anymore. So would that mean doubt creeps into some of the Leeds players' minds? And, it, and I agree with you. Their downturn in form almost coincides with them being rumbled about that. I don't think it's anything to do with them losing any information out uh, from not being able to spy, but I do think it's a mental thing. Possibly. I mean, you, like I say, you look at that squad, um, and as I say, I know it quite well because I've watched a lot of Leeds this season uh, yeah. because of the friend who is on this squad. They've got a great goalkeeper in Kiko Garcia. He's not, I think a lot of Leeds fans were like, it's from Real Madrid. They have to realise he played about three games in about 12 years. Yeah. He wasn't, he, he's he's from Real Madrid. There's always something to be, said, to be said, though, that he's being, being ground. Being grand a week. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. In the championship. And he'll have got that money because of where he came from. There is a lot to be said from being in and around that kind of squad of those players week in, week out. But well, it is completely different. Having to, to play week in, week out in the championship, going to that from playing, what, once every few years yeah, in the league. To, to go off, off-piste a little bit. And he made a couple of cock-ups in that semi-final as well. Like, he, he was, he made a few howlers in that final. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, his experience, sorry. his experience, or I think into, I'm just thinking about the experience that, there's been rumours this week that we're after Matter on a free. Matter, can you imagine? I Matter, can't imagine. Can you imagine? I mean, Amaron on the left, Matter in the middle. I think that's madness. If United... And Perez on the right, that would he's be some of, Spanish... Is he out of player? contract? Yeah. Matter? That is madness that United are willing to let him go. I'd be surprised if he wasn't at United next year. I mean, I don't know if surprise is the right word. I'd be shocked. But that maybe not surprised just because... Would be just, anyway. Just because of the way United are won. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me, but it would... It would be madness if United don't hold on to one matter. Oh, I hope they do. Anyway, look, talk about Lee's team. You look at the defence. They've got... A really strong defence um, in, in front of that goalkeeper. Then you get to the midfield. <sighs> You've got Calvin Phillips, who's who's pretty good. He is pretty good. 
And then you've got Jake Clark, who's a right winger, who he looks really excited. Yeah. They've, they've got all these elements to a team. They shouldn't be getting beat. They should be getting <coughs> beat at any think, time of the season. I don't know. By four, you look at the four likes, goals going in. You look, no, by four goals going in. I agree. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be conceding four goals in a game. They shouldn't. And they be, should be getting beat by Derby in the playoffs. Mm, they should. The, the playoffs are always a lottery. It doesn't really. I mean, it's rare. I mean, I'd love to see how many times the last twenty odd years that the team who finished third actually went up because it doesn't happen. It doesn't often happen like that. No, it doesn't. Um, I agree. But I just think I'm talking about the quality of the squad and think and think of the disappointment. Of those Leeds players, a little bit like Trolley, who will come on to later, to not go up automatically and have to settle for the playoffs. And you've got a team like Leeds who let that disappointment get to them, where on the flip side, you've got a team like Trolley who kind of push through, but we'll talk about that later. But with Leeds, they're an enigma, and it will be very interesting to see. Be interesting to see where the Bielsa stays as That's well. That's exactly where I was going. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Bielsa stays because. All the rumours that I'd heard this this season were that this was it. This was their big, um, not chance, because it was a big chance, but I mean, this was their big swing um, to try and get into the Premier League. And, and ultimately, it's been a swing and a miss. Um, yeah, it has. Because yeah, Bielsa is what, I mean, Guardiola talks about him as like the godfather of football. He's one of the most revered coaches. I don't know if he'll stick around for another year. It's been quite, I mean, you can tell it's it's been stressful for him as well. Um, so yeah I, I think Leeds are in trouble if they lose him I think if he gives them another year they've got a chance at coming up again um, but then again it depends on who comes down from the Premier League or, or on those coming down from the Premier League and how much they spend um, to try and get back up well that's it I mean, I, that, I was just literally looking at that I was thinking is this the first season that we're going to have Norwich barely spent a penny they spent maybe Five million yeah. on, 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 more, on at least um, a few players. So that Celtic reject wasn't it up front? Whose name escapes me? Pookie. Team, yeah, Pookie. Yeah. yeah, couldn't really hack it at Celtic. Comes back to um, England, plays in the Championship, and bags how many? How many goals? Twenty something. Absolutely madness, and, and loads of different types of goals: tap-ins, screamers, headers, volleys. No, it's a strange one, really, aren't they? Because they're, they're such. Norwich, Norwich, um, Norwich is a nothing county. There's nothing there. It's Norwich, just fields. Norwich are the proverbial yo-yo club. I mean, I've mentioned that to yeah. a few it's times. Like, like West Brom. Yeah, they're the proverbial yo-yo club. That's that's kind of why. And we'll move on to this in a minute. Um, I wanted a Leeds Villa uh, final because <coughs> Leeds, Leeds haven't been in, in the Premier League for a while, and Villa are essentially a Premier League club. And I only say that no team deserves to be a Premier League club. But what I mean is talking about going to away days, Villa Park is a Premier League ground. Like the atmosphere it generates, it's hosted the European Cup there. I mean, decades ago, but it is a it, they are a big club, Aston Villa, um, and Derby fully deserve to um, to progress uh, through to the final. But to me, again, Derby are the proverbial yo-yo club, up and down, up and down. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they just bore me. Uh, I think. Frank Lampard would be an interesting manager in the Premier League, but then with all the uh, the rumours that are going around right now, he might not even be at Derby next year. He might be at Chelsea. So they are a, a joke. I almost swore that we, we, yeah. we were <laughs> and then realised yeah. they are an absolute joke. I'm, I'm just looking now. Uh, Norwich spent nothing. Sheffield United spent nothing. Yeah. Aston Villa spent. 15 million. The big thing with the two, the top two, is that they trusted the managers. Because both managers were under yeah. scrutiny at one point, um, like real scrutiny. 
and they stuck by their managers and, and well, look. It's it's the age old thing. It's the, it's the age old Alex Ferguson thing, isn't it? You stick with your manager. It sometimes works out. I mean, it's a big risk. I mean, you could look at Chelsea and see like they've had like what something stupid like. 12 managers in however many years and they've still won yeah. 15, 16 trophies. So it doesn't always work out yeah, but you, continuity come on, breeds you get about you get, you get some of these managers that Chelsea have brought in and it's ridiculous. The Sari one, I felt sorry for Sari to a degree this year but I mean I said all along that it was clear to me that Chelsea didn't do their due diligence. He was a man at Napoli. He played fantastic attacking football. He was a very passionate man. He was a man who wore his heart on his sleeve. And those characteristics do not go with Chelsea Football Club. They just don't. No. He was a passionate man um, who had a very good, even though outspoken relationship with um, with Napoli's owner. And he, they just weren't a fit. They were never a fit. Chelsea Chelsea deserves someone who's a bit soulless, a bit ruthless. But then you look at that, I think Lampard would be a good fit. Not because he's soulless or ruthless, but because he knows the no, I think it, I think it'd end up the same way that Shearer did at Newcastle, to be honest. Mm, I don't know. I think I think Lampard's had a fantastic first year. He's had some great experiences. He's had to deal with this whole Spygate thing from a Derby perspective. It w- <laughs> Andy, don't forget at Derby, there is expectation there. There is ex- not expectation to go up automatically, but there is expectation to fight for the playoffs. And... To, I mean, they dropped a few points towards the end of the season. So I think it was uh, Bristol City they ended up pipping into yeah. that uh, playoff spot, um, mainly down to Bristol City's uh, poor form towards the end. But I mean, there's, he's he's dealt with expectation at Derby really well, um, and obviously he's taken them to the playoff final. So I think they could do a lot worse, Chelsea. I think from a personal point of view, I mentioned this to a friend of mine who's a Chelsea fan, uh, not Phil this time. Um, but a work colleague and I think he wants Lampard in um, now but I think it might come a year too soon uh, but, it might come but a, few, a couple of years too I, soon I think a year I think in this day and age you barely get two or three years at one club um, Lampard's had a great year experience at Derby and I think that's pretty much what you get now um, Steve you'll get well, you more look, than a year at Rangers but it's a completely different game you look there. at this guy who's just got into Brian yeah, he's had really no experience. He's had was it one season with? He was it with Ost, 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 whatever it um, is, yeah. For like however many years, he, he took them from like the fifth tier up into their into the first tier into winning in, and into Europe in a normal league. Yeah, um, I mean it's impressive. It's, it's very I'm, impressive. I'm sort of, but I'm talking in terms of getting to the Premier League level. Yeah, um, I, th- I just think at this stage you, you don't get that kind of longevity in a role. So Lampard. Staying at Derby for a full year, not getting sacked halfway through because of a poor run of results, which is basically what happens nowadays. Um, I think Especially it's these teams the championship. Exactly. So I think he's, he's had an impressive year. And I'd, I'd completely understand. I'd, I'd, I don't think it'd be like with United and an unavoidable mistake that they made with Shot for Solskjaer. There isn't this big ground sort of support from Chelsea fans. Some Chelsea fans would obviously want a more established name, but I think they could do worse than appointing Lampard. Because Jody Morris is a big friend of Lampard and he's done, I, I can't stand Jody Morris, or Jody Morris is a person, blocked me on Instagram. The only person ever to block I've me seen on Instagram. Some of the, I've seen some <laughs> stuff you want about, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, there's no doubt that he's done great things with the Chelsea Academy. So, And Joe Cole's already there um, on the books as well as a coach. So it'd be kind of 
for Chelsea to be getting the band back together, and I'm not completely sure how we've got back onto onto Chelsea during it just the derby, but it's, it just it does happen. Let's have a look at the the Villa. Yeah, so uh, the other semi final. We've just spoken about Leeds derby, so uh, next semi final. That again, that that had loads of incidents. So the first game, um, West Brom went one 0 up and were so comfortable at Villa Park. They were bossing that game. Yeah, they were one 0 up with Dwight Gale. Um, and then second half, it, it, the game changed, and and it's not the sending off because obviously the sending off happened later on. But whatever, um, whatever Dean Smith. I've watched to, that. It wasn't a sending off. I don't think. But whatever, from, Dean, from what I remember, whatever Dean Smith says to his players, Villa turned that round um, and to score. I mean, they scored two in five minutes, didn't they? Hurricane and then Abraham bagged the penalty. Probably more John Terry saying, "I've got to prove I'm better than Frank." <sighs> yeah, let's, let's go up against Frank. Um, the sending off. I've not. I've only seen it once, and I don't remember being absolutely outraged by it. Um, Gale just looked, uh, by all intents and purposes, it was. We'll come on to this kind of lack of discipline uh, in a minute because it happens again in the second leg. Yeah, it does. Uh, but it was a major blow to us. Bomb at two-one, it's salvageable, um, especially when you're taking them back to the Hawthorns. But two-one without your goal scorer. Who did not sign it? They, yeah. They've refused to sign yeah. They've said, well, he's been we'll pay Premier League wages, we'll get to Premier League. Now, I don't know what Dwight Gale's on. Um, I could probably try and find out. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on something like 30, 40 grand a week. But you're not telling me, he's the most prolific... Um, At that level. Prolific he's... championship striker there probably is. Yeah, he's, he's definitely... I'm sorry, but if you, if you fail to get up this year, West Brom need to get up next but year. But you could argue West Brom would have been up or at least in the finals had it not been for Gale getting sent off because coming on to the second but I think it was I think it was an incorrect call for the, I seem to remember it being an incorrect call I don't remember call. being outraged by it I mean if you could bring it up we could have a look at it again um, but 2-1 taking them back to the Hawthorns and to play as well as West Brom did at the Hawthorns to level it not to concede against um, Villa so to bring it back to 2-2 on aggregate, and then for Chris Brunt to get himself sent off in the 80th minute. Now, I know that was a sending off. Yeah, that was. That was a stupid sending off. And Chris Brunt is a is an experienced international footballer. And I know he's not he's not great. We're just having a look at the... Now. It's basically... Oh, Jesus. I do remember this. Basically, the ball gets looped in, and he, he, and he goes, he goes for keeper. it. Yeah. I don't think that's a, a penalty. He's gone for the ball. It's not, it's, if you look where his eyes are yeah. in a second, he's going for the ball. No, you're not telling me. It's a second we, yellow. We've talked um, about this a lot. We've talked about this step football. It's a tough one. It's soft. It is soft, but it's a tough one. If he, if the referee thinks he's gone in studs up on the keeper, albeit trying to get the ball, if that's what the referee sees, he's got to give a yellow card. And if Gale's on the yellow card... He's got to be a bit smarter. I mean, Gale doesn't really touch him all that much either. No. He doesn't. He, he well, does. to go in to to know that you want a yellow card, to and to still go in like that. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's soft, but I think the biggest uh, that was that was a big hit for West Brom. And to be fair, West Brom took them back to Villa Park and beat them one nil in actual time, didn't they? Uh, to take it to two two on aggregate and to do that without Gale, I thought was incredible. But Chris Brom. He's experienced in the Premier League, experienced on the international stage, and to get sent off in the 80th minute, that pretty much... I know I know they made it all the way to penalties, West Brom, after that, and that's testament to their character, but he's really let his teammates down there, hasn't he, Chris Brom? He has, at that it stage. Really so Villa won the um, won the tie uh, on penalties after, after West Brom had um, pegged them back to 2-2. 
So it's a which, uh, which uh, gonna ask you now, which ground are you going to next season? I'd ra- actually no. Not what you'd rather. No, I think I think what I'd rather and what I think are the same. I think Villa Park. I think the momentum that Villa. You don't, you don't want to see Derby try to emulate their uh, the last season of the Premier League. Uh, what was it like? It was, yeah, it was when we had Big Torres because I remember beating them something stupid like six 0 at Anfield um, within the first month or so. Um, was it that one in nineteen points? It was, wasn't it? What year was that? Was it two thousand seven eight? Oh yeah, yeah, that was when we had Torres for the first time. Um, Derby just nothing like to me. Nah, um, I just I'd rather have Villa up. I think Villa would come up. Um, the the momentum that's taken them into the playoffs has been nothing short of incredible. Led by Jack Grealish, who's really matured as a full. Sorry, eleven points. Yeah, um, ridiculous. I think Jack Grealish will take them up. To be honest. <laughs> See, he's he's a very. I know you don't like him. No, wait, I'm, I'm going to say the opposite. He's a very annoying man. But if you want a player to, if you want a player to say, "Here I am," here Aston Villa, he's, he's the he's, man to he's, do it. He's Mister Aston Villa. He is. I mean, I know he won't be at Villa for his whole career because he can't reach the top of the game. Spurs for like sixty million dollars last summer. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it he was sixty million worth. Of no, player. but he's worth a lot now. He's, I'd say he's, he's dragged Villa into those playoff places. Really yeah, it's him. true. But, uh, I mean... You look at a lot of the goals they've scored in the last few weeks. I say this with respect, Stephen. You're the man who said that Van Dijk was double worth he's, what he's worth now. But, I, I so I'm not going to take your advice. I, any of the Liverpool fans that listen to this, when I tweet this out, I'm pretty sure would agree with me. That he's, t- right, we, he's worth 150 we'll, million. We'll consider, he's we'll, what you say to me. Yeah, in today's market, of course he is. No, he's not. Of course he is. Of course he's he is. not. So, I mean, everyone, everyone down to a, a man now says that that 75 million that we've signed him for is absolute peanuts because of what he's done this season. Yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. Is. Don't get me wrong. Name a better centre back in world football. Well, how about we wait till we do our segment later no, on? No, no, no. Just tell me. Just tell me. Give me give me a better centre back in world football. There is no a better centre back. Exactly. Like so, so, so the going rate. You don't pay no, no. 150 million. The going rate. But you do now though. You, you pay you the going you rate. You should be a central defender worth 150 quid. But you don't pay that really for a play you you pay the going rate, so he's the best defender in the world, the best midfielder in the world. The he's not worth the what you pay. He's not worth the what you pay. You can, agree. I mean, to be fair, your your experience of talking about players at this level is very limited anyway. So we'll take your opinion with a pinch of salt. No, we've had some, we've had some pretty good players over the years at this level, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Champions League, PFA. You're forgetting about our early two thousands escapades in Europe. Mm. We got it to was, the, we got to the semi finals of the. Uh, Europe, what was it called before Europa? UEFA Cup. UEFA Cup. We got UEFA to the semi finals. Wasn't that when Drogba? Didier. Wasn't that the year that Drogba knocked you out yeah. and us out? Yeah, did he? Did he? Did he? Yeah. But I'm sorry, but that at that era we had some pretty good. You've players. Still never seen top quality defending. I think you forget. I think you forget him. You've never had as good of a striker as we have. Alan Shearer. You've never had as good of a striker as we have. Mm, I'd still. I'd still. Even though you had Torres, you had Suarez, and those, you've and never Robbie had. Robbie Fowler as well. You've never had so. a back so. You've never had as good of a strike as we have. Mm, I disagree. Just, well, I just, would do. just remember that. I'll disagree. Plus, I'd argue that, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's one of the loves of my life, but we've had a better goalkeeper than you've probably had. Go on. Go since on. Go on. Alice is better, but, you know, she's no, no, given. He's just a, he's just no, a no I'm just not having it. Pepe Reina. Oh, Pepe Reina. Let's have a look at Golden Gloves. You've never seen a man. 
come out of his box as a Bush to head a ball. He is That's a chance. Absolutely, he's, not, he's not, dreamy. Not fit enough to, he's to lace Pepe in his boot. Shea, you're what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> we were getting. Um, so Villa, yeah, I think Villa are coming. Villa, up. Villa, yeah. right? Yeah, um, so I agree. So the final, the, the playoff finals this weekend, isn't it? It is. Um, so we'll kind of do a really loose segue because we've mentioned the term finals. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, really poor segue. That was cheap. It was, yeah. Um, we'll segue into the uh, the two other finals. Can we talk not talk about the 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 lesser one for two weeks? I think it's going to have to, to be honest. But it's less just... about the game. Because nobody, nobody is talking about the game. No I'm, one's talking I'm about, about bloody Thomas Cook. Yeah, well, no one's talking they're about. They're to go into administration and they're having to go to Baku. Uh, nobody. I don't even know where Baku is. Azerbaijan. I don't know where that is. <laughs> if you give me, a, if you give me a map, I couldn't put a dart on it. No, no, no. I don't know. It's it's mad. Nobody is talking about. I mean, with the with the one after this, people are still debating: Will it be Spurs? Will it be Liverpool who win that? nobody's debating will Arsenal win will Chelsea win because nobody cares for one and two the bigger story is how the flip are people getting there well it's very difficult Six thousand. We, we spoke on this podcast not long ago about how outrageous it was that there was only 6,000 fans from each club yeah and then you went came out and said you, we can't we can't not Take football to play to places just because it's difficult to get well, to. Yeah, I mean that's exactly why you shouldn't take it somewhere. But we spoke about those allocations being woefully small. Neither club have sold out their allocations because no, no one exactly. Get but what I'm saying is, we spoke about how ridiculous the allocations were, and, and to go with, out, and to go with the fact that fans are getting their visas rejected. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was always, uh, and to add to that. Um, I'm sure you mentioning Mkhitaryan the whole absolute farce with Mkhitaryan uh, a player not and now UEFA coming out and the Azerbaijan FA coming out saying we've uh, we've guaranteed his safety if a player doesn't say, feel safe go he somewhere go. he's not going yeah, to go we've talked we've talked a lot about the fact that I, I'm into cricket and that a lot of players when we last to Zimbabwe said I don't want to go Exactly. If a player doesn't feel safe, it's, a, it's a sport. You, you don't, you don't, you risk don't risk your life anything really. or your freedom. Yeah. To 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 go and play a sport it's because because uh, this um, so there aren't any diplomatic relations between Armenia and Azerbaijan, um, and he's ref- and there have been a couple of games. I think there's been one game in particular that he's not played over there uh, because of this uh, this dispute. Um, but as soon as it was clear that this was a possible option the two English not just the two English clubs but two London clubs so they'll be coming from the same airports in London yeah uh, doing very similar routes as soon as it was clear that this was a possibility a plan B should have been put in place and, and I'm not talking about as soon as they both knocked out uh, their semi-final points I mean as soon as they were on opposite sides of the draw a plan B should have been put into place especially knowing not just the ball ache that was going to be suffered getting there can I ask a question and, and you Obviously, a, a, a way more you you notice European football way more than I do. But when was the last time a surprised team from outside of Italy, Spain, France, or England made it to a final? Well, I mean, this year it came close with Ajax. It did. Ajax oh, well, was very close. All right, let me say it this way: When has I know exactly. You know what I mean? mean? Someone like a Porto when um, when Jose won. Not even Porto because Porto, Porto you get to. I'm talking about your likes of maybe. 
and the, the Ukraine, the Ukraine last year was a ball late to get to. Right, I can imagine with the with, um, and with your travel travels. was ridiculous, wasn't it? Like you landed the day of the game, oh, it was, or the night I mean, before the, the game. Tra- no, we got there early in the morning. Well, we we left early in the morning. We got there. I can't remember. I think we landed at about eleven. Then got um, then we got a shuttle into into Kiev, and we had, we were there for hours. The issue was coming back where our plane kept getting delayed and delayed, which can happen, I suppose. But the Ukraine, again, is a silly place to have a European final. Yeah. I mean, Klopp mentioned, and I don't know how clever this is, because it might, um, a few VAR decisions may go against us after we criticise UEFA, but he asked what what were they having for breakfast to have a Champions League final in the Ukraine and then a Europa League final uh, in Azerbaijan. You're not going to get teams from Russia, Ukraine, Azerbaijan getting there in the final. Do you know what I think happens? I think they get together just before... They release the 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 years via uh, yeah, the venue they yeah. use for them, and I think they probably sit down and, and they just sit down maybe thirty minutes before lunch and go. Do you know what I got? What, do you know what I could really go for t- today? Some Azerbaijani lunch, <laughs> and then they go, "All oh, right, well, good there. Well, good, I know yeah. a That's couple good, of restaurants. Yeah. That's probably how they decide. No, but, so I've no idea how, you, how you know exactly how they decide, and it's all about brown envelopes being passed under desks. That's exact. I mean, um, you're but, not you're not referring to. Or adding that old Sam Allardyce. Um, well, that as well. But you, you're not saying about the World Cup in Qatar. Oh, it's anything to do I with money. Never, are you? never alleged. Stephen, we are a football podcast, we are, not a, a, no. a, a, a getting game. We're not. We're What's not an word? anti-corruption. That's the one. We're not yeah. an anti-corruption podcast. No, um, money's to do with it. I, I was. Um, I read an article, another article. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about how um, the guy. How did you manage to get work done? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to read. Um, so the guy who runs Azerbaijan, the head, I don't know, the head of state, has basically been trying for the last eight nine years to make his reputation better, to improve the reputation of Azerbaijan. So he's been buying sporting events. So like there was a world basketball tournament there. Is that why Beckham's buying football team? So <laughs> is he gonna is he gonna launch England yeah, next? Maybe because um, he went well last time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I think this is part of that. They've, uh, he's, it's not quite the Champions League final, but it's as good as Azerbaijan's going to get. And it is a major European final. But it's it's a farce. There's nothing that can be done now, but it is a farce. The problem is it'll probably pass without event. Um, the game might be relatively entertaining. When, when is to, it? Uh, it is next Wednesday. Um, so it's the Wednesday before the Champions League final. I can guarantee I will not be watching that. I'll probably we'll probably watch in a bar in Valencia somewhere just because it's. Oh, it's are you are you going to the final? You've not mentioned that. <laughs> you go yes. into the final. Uh, well, with the Champions League final, yes. Oh. Tickets came yesterday. That's so, news to me. You've not. <laughs> Mate, it's my thirtieth. I've got to do something big for it, like watch us lose to Spurs. <laughs> that'll, make you, it, that'll make it memorable. I mean, you're well aware that you, you you've got an eighteen month old son as of Wednesday, and you know he's worth living for, but. If you lose to Spurs and it's your 30th in Spain, do you really make the trip back? Is it worth it? <laughs> well, I've got to work the following Or is this podcast so, going to become a solo one? Because Tom's never here. No, he's not. No, um, he's always um, hamstrung, shall we say. Beck um, and Cole. Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Can we have the Chandler one? <laughs> oh, whoppa! Yeah. Um, so, no one's talking about the game. Everyone knows what they're talking about. And it's the wrong... It's the wrong thing, but UEFA have brought it on themselves. And to be honest, I don't think they give a hoot at all. They get paid. Exactly. Um, And this won't stop. 
I'm sure the, the next few there'll be a few other finals in the future which are in ridiculous positions. So I think we'll just move on really because there's not a great deal to say about the football um, side of it other than Chelsea can stop Arsenal getting into the Champions League again just like they did in the league. Oh, it's better next year. Where is it next year? It's at the Stadio Enega Gdansk. Oh, that was really good pronunciation. Thank you. Is it Poland? Poland. Yeah, it sounded like Poland. Again, no. Like, I don't understand why they can't have it in any of the big, in any of the big, um, like even Spain, Italy, France, Portugal, England. I, I just don't get it. What? Do you know the Champions League finals next year? Go on. Is it Wembley? Istanbul. Is it Istanbul? Oh, is it? Wow. wouldn't that be wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> I mean, we're not getting to three finals in a row. But same I don't know. Klopp has a really good history of getting to finals. He has losing. a really good no. He just has a really good history of getting to finals, but then losing. Yes. So if you lose this against Spuds, you could get to. If you win it, you're not getting to the finals. Well, we you don't. Know. You could do. Jurgen's never lost. Uh, we might as well say this is part of the next bit anyway. Jurgen's never lost um, a knockout European tie with us. Since he's been with us, and that that's three European campaigns: one in the Europa League, two in the Champions League, and we've uh, and he's never lost a knockout two-legged tie with us until he gets to the final, and then we lose. <laughs> that's peak Liverpool, isn't it? Tees and tees, and mm. then just I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's peak because I mean all the way through the nineties, we didn't tease anything, we didn't challenge at all. Early noughties, we we won a couple. We, of we did one trophies. We, um, and then Kevin Keegan said something silly. Yeah, he did say something silly. I loved that. Moving <laughs> on. Uh, uh, no, I just think um, it's it's a tough one. Two Champions League finals in, in a row is quite something. For us to get to the final this year and still challenge for the league, I think, was was quite an achievement because... Jose Mourinho had something to say. Yeah, he had a couple of things, didn't he? So... Um, I remember you saying that he said that Spurs could do it and kickstart a dynasty. I think, I think winning one Champions League doesn't kickstart a dynasty, even if especially if your manager it. leaves. Well, I think well, Poch came out today or yesterday and confirmed that he was definitely staying um, with Talksport, um, which is great for Spurs. But even if they even if they win it and they could favour at this stage, I know people are saying we're favourites, but at this stage, I'd probably look at it as fifty-fifty. My, my um, comments on the entire Jose thing was that I think he's on some form of hallucinogenic. Yeah, you said he was on crack. I did. Um, it's the dynasty thing. I think is that hallucinogenic? Yeah. I'm asking the wrong people here because neither of us know. No idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it it couldn't. It didn't kickstart a dynasty for us when we won it in 2005 because we didn't invest in the squad afterwards. And if oh, your mid 2000 squads. I know. That's the point I'm making. So if Spurs win it now, and they could very well win it, it's a one-off game, and they have some very good players. They've got they a good squad. It, Come on. I think they've got a really good eleven and two or three decent substitutes. But as a squad compared to us in City, I don't think the squad's as good as ours. But they've not spent the same as you say. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Um, I think if Spurs won this one-off game, the only way that turns into a dynasty of them winning trophy after trophy is if they improve the squad. It's not, I mean, it's not like Jose said, um, seemingly based on this, whether they win the Champions League or not. I think it's based on um, on spending and improving the squad. But he also said, um, he also took, oh, I say slidey, it wasn't even a slidey, it was quite a kind of punch in the gut. From Jose Mourinho, yeah, never. Yeah, um, saying that, 
Um, the thought of losing three Champions League finals must be unthinkable for Klopp because obviously he lost one at Dortmund as well. Yeah, Let's yeah. forget about the fact that Bayern Munich and Dortmund. At that By time, the way, have you seen the signings for Dortmund? Yeah, that is they are punched. Well, I mean, Dortmund have to keep doing that. They have to keep. They can't. They can't go out and spend like. They can't go out and buy like the ready-made articles. All Especially the time. when Bayern are having as had as poor as a part of the season as they had. They have, still and yet they're win. still in the league. Yeah. Um, have you? But we caught it completely off topic here. No but problem. have you seen where the likeliest place that uh, Robin's going to go? Um, yes, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, I saw that today. Um, it popped up on my um, my LinkedIn newsfeed for some reason. Um, that bit of news. They trying to recruit you for the deal. <laughs> must be clearly. Uh, they must need an IT um, engineer in, in some department. But it's just a weird one, um, Jose coming out and saying this, because I, I think it, he's he's trying to stay relevant. At the moment, um, the lad who's replaced him at United is doing his equally poor job, and no one's saying that they want Jose. It's not like United fans are saying, you let's could, bring Jose back. You, he's could, not getting you could argue that. Since he signed the contract, a poorer job. Yeah, you could. I mean, I mean, I think he probably has done. Maybe um, they're closer to the top four than they were under Jose, marginally. Um, but no one, there's no United fan asking for Jose to be brought back. There's no United fan saying, however, Paul oh, no, is, no. however poorly Solskjaer is doing, there's no one saying that sacking Jose was a mistake. Plus, it looks like Jose is going to be passed over for the Juventus job as well. Even though he's been Cristiano's... Ronaldo's kind of touted him yeah. for it. Um, so, he's, I think if you're Jose and you're not getting any love from the English press... Well, Klopp's going... Uh, Klopp, oh, Jesus. Pep. It's, it's a Friday. Yeah, it's Friday if you listen night. to us, it's Friday evening <laughs> right now and it's been a week of work, but nobody's crying for us, are they? No, no. But uh, Pep's going, isn't he? You know, I've heard of people keep saying there's no smoke without fire. I think Pep will probably stay at City for another couple of years and then probably go to Juventus or PSG because I think he'll want to win the league in four or five different, you know, the main country, yeah. you know, five of the main. He's the one of the most talented managers. He is, he is. And, and I've said it before, I, I don't think City will have been, I, I mean, they'll probably still won one of the league titles over the last two years, but they wouldn't have amassed yeah. the points. He's built that squad, though. There's he's no used argument. Used you know when he first came and everyone said, oh, he inherits squads and he takes them. He, he's built that He's improved. Squad. I mean, look at Sterling. Look at the player. Look at exactly. the player Sterling's turned into. And I loved it. I, I don't know if it was for cameras. The sneaky me is in there, but after that final, within I, like I'm five minutes. I'm convinced. I'm, I'm convinced that was for the cameras. I'm, I don't I'm know. absolutely convinced. I've seen, I mean, I've seen, I say I'm convinced. It's probably the bias side of me. But when I see City fans say exactly the same about Klopp, saying he does all of his spiel for the cameras, it's hard for me to look at what Pep does well, there. As, a, as an unbiased person, that, that to me was like, quite a magical moment within five minutes of the final whistle going he's questioning one of his players but not, not questioning as in a negative he's questioning just because he knows I, I don't know Raheem I don't, Raheem didn't look particularly impressed by it all he just looked like he wanted to get out of dodge I, th- I think he probably wanted to go and celebrate but yeah. that, the respect th- th- this is Sterling who has who has done a lot of growing up in the last few years I agree he, he had the respect there to stand there and listen no, and, no, and, he was, I mean he was never going to no, that. no, but you, um, you know what I mean. I just think that if you you don't you don't win that amount of trouble. I mean, this whole it's rubbish, not just it's not just this rubbish about a travel. It's not a travel. I mean, it's it, not. It's never been done before, and you've got yeah, to say. But it's not a travel. But like Fergie said in the early noughties, late nineties, that he said that the one treble that would always be almost impossible due to squad depth and 
and stretching your squad too thin would be the domestic treble. Fergie said that. But one of the cups in the domestic treble is a load of rubbish. The League Cup is is. I don't think it's a load of rubbish at all. I think it's the le- it's the it's the lesser of all the trophies. There's, there's that apart from the, right. apart from obviously can, the community can I, shield. Because let's just let's just say for a minute, Pep and City weren't playing this as a treble. They were trying to play this on the parade as a quadruple because they were trying to include the community shield in this. I'm not having that at all. No, I'm not either. It's like me going but down Steven, to the shops let's, and having, let's, a, let's having a trophy made up for my little boy for kicking the ball for the first time. I'm gonna go back and just play a few of our previous episodes. God knows we need the we need the numbers of listeners, <laughs> and we'll we'll listen to what we talked about in terms of the magic of the cup. They played hardly anyone. Oh, in both trophies, in both the League Cup and the FA Cup. I mean, I think I've said a few times. I don't think anyone has had easier runs to either domestic trophy than City have had this year. And it is lucky. It's the luck of the draw. Do I think they were fixed? No, it's just lucky. Um, but they were. They didn't have, apart from Chelsea in the final of the League Cup, who they'd beaten six nil about a week or two yeah, before yeah, yeah. For, for one. Um, they played nobody, um, absolutely nobody in the league or FA Cup. But you, all you can do is play what's in front of you, and they won three trophies. Um, our friend Danny obviously said he wouldn't swap these three trophies for a Champions League. Mm, not so sure. I think. I think maybe didn't he'd he, swap, I, I, I think been. maybe he'd swap the FA Cup and the League Cup for Champions League. I'm not dreaming this, but didn't he say that he'd be he'd be happy with the same lot next year? Yeah, he did. He said he'd be happy with the three. I mean, of course, you can't you cannot argue with. I mean, I would love three trophies a year. Like I'd, I'd, I'd like half of one. Exactly, exactly. But I find it hard. To, I mean, although we did with the Soto Cup, you did, you did. Have I, I mentioned that a couple of times? <laughs> I find it very hard to believe and I find it almost amusing uh, and I'm sure you do too because you'll have seen it on social media, you'll have heard it on the news how City are massively playing the Champions League down as if they don't City fans I mean, not the team how City fans are playing down the Champions League as a trophy that they're not bothered about winning considering that's why Pep was brought in Yeah that is And the, the tro- money was spent Exactly, exactly Because um, say what you want and, and that's the trophy. You're spending, you're spending as a kid to City spending the last few yeah. years. Last few years. Yeah. Although to be fair, over if you take a larger, I was, yeah, you would City have pretty. But yeah, but you, oh yeah. But you look at the spending. A lot less time though. A lot less time. But you look at the spending over the last few years. Have City ever had to sell their best player to fund deals? Um, no, they've not. No, no, no. no. But I'd take no. issue with Coutinho being your best player. Coutinho at the time was our best player. There was absolutely Salah had been there for a few months. Yeah, but you didn't know whether he'd ever play again. He had that bad back. That, yeah, spineless, spineless. <laughs> it was a spine, spine problem. <laughs> <coughs> oh, coming off the back, the back of the cop. Please don't do that to me. No, but in all seriousness, at that time, Coutinho had won our Player of the Year for the previous however many years. He was our best player, and that's why I know it's not worked out for him at Barcelona. But that's why we got so much money for him. It was a massive risk selling him. It was a huge risk. Because even now you could argue we haven't. Oh, I bet Klopp do better though. Oh I yeah, bet. he does. I trust Jurgen. I do. Um, he's, I don't always agree with his subs, but as I you that's know, his weakest part of his game. Yeah, I agree. Times. But I trust Jurgen's judgment, and he obviously made the right decision. However, selling your best player, uh, your chief assist maker, one of your top scorers, uh, in the middle of a season, it could have gone horrifically. I mean, we spoke about you are, this. And you, and you are still lacking a little bit in that position. Yeah, we, we are, exactly. But my point is, at that time, it was a huge risk to sell him. However, we sold him to fund two major deals, one at the same time and one uh, five or six months later. 
We had to do that. If we don't sell... Yeah, the one five or six months later was because you you took him out for a meal a few too many times and he got a bit annoyed at you. What are you talking about? Is that Van Dyke? No, no, no. Van Dyke happened at the same time. Oh, did it? Yeah. So. Oh, you'd already done the six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So I was talking about Alison for the, the window after. Those two deals do not happen without selling Coutinho. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind. No, I, Seventy-five million on Van Dyke, sixty odd million on uh, on Allison was funded solely by one hundred one hundred forty million or whatever it was on Coutinho. And City haven't had to do that. City haven't had to. City did not have to go out and sell Kevin De Bruyne to then spaff away a hundred million on fullbacks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in terms of so the spend, is it, there was that you, many you have years. To, like, like Matty said in uh, in the group chat, you have to talk, and even Danny relented. When you talk about spending in, in football nowadays, you have to take into account net spend. You have to. Yeah. Money that's made back. And we've made far more money back I, I would, City. I would say Liverpool have to be sort of applauded for the way they're doing finances, the way they're, they're running a football club right now. Yeah. You look at Arsenal a few years ago and every they were the darling in terms of mm. how to financially run themselves in the Premier League because they had no debt and they had new ground. Yeah. But in terms of Liverpool, yeah, they... We made more money out of the Premier League than City as well last year. Yeah? Um, not uh, fin- Finishing position, and we were on Telemore, because that's what demand demanded. It, Supply and demand. That's, that's what demand demanded. demanded. Exactly. Demand for us meant that we were on Telemore, because yeah. people globally wanted to see us. We made, we made more money than the team that finished top of the tree because people around the world wanted to see us. The way we're being run at the moment is fantastic. It's The owner's yet great um, over in Boston, but the way they've kind of micromanaged the club, putting Peter Moore in charge, well, he's, with Edwards he's over just, transfers... He's just an enigma Peter Moore's because he... You, we, I talk a lot about Wood, uh, Woodward. Woodward at United. Yeah. He is a businessman with... So is Moore. With, so no, but, Moore. Listen to me, Stephen. We, we <laughs> talked about this interrupting now. We're having a bit of a tip now. Come on. Just talk sense and I won't interrupt. No, you've not heard, you've not heard me out, man. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Go on. Right. Talk about Woodward. He's a businessman who has no football acumen. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he's got 15 wingers in that squad. Of which they don't they don't really add up to one player. Mm-hmm. Whereas you brought in Peter Moore's who came from EA, yeah, a, 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 a games company. Yeah. But the thing is, he is a passionate, passionate Liverpool supporter. Was family who, from the area, yeah, right. who understands the game, understands the club. But more importantly, he understands how business can fit into the football club because yeah. Liverpool is one of those teams who the fans are very very vocal there are some teams out there where things were things happen in the boardroom things like that and you don't hear a peep it just happens Chelsea per se you don't hear yeah. too, you don't hear too many rumbles whether you get a new manager every 18 months no but Liverpool if there's stuff going on in the boardroom there's stuff going on behind the football it's very vocal it's very but he's settled everything yeah. There's been no Liverpool have been one of those clubs where there's been always been a drama about it ha- something. But it helps that I know we've not won any trophies, but it helps that since I mean it's Klopp. Since Klopp has come oh, in it, since Klopp has come in, he's united the you, club. So even Have you ever done a jigsaw? 
Yes. You know that last piece that you just you well, ceremoniously no, the last piece would be a silver piece. All right, that the would second be the last to last piece, piece <laughs> that you ceremoniously <laughs> slot into place. You know what I mean? It Klopp it, for me is that like Liverpool. Perfect, he is yeah. he is Liverpool through and through. He's a he's straight as a German, but he is Liverpool I through and through. Have, I mean people would argue about Pep. I wouldn't I don't think there's a better fit for our club manager wise than Jurgen Klopp. It's absolutely bonkers and that is the that's city. The club, that's the club and it's, it's the not, city. It is the, it's, it's not cuz in it I think it's in a good way. Like you look at Oh, these, it is good. You look at these uh, these boss nights that they've started setting up with fans, you know, these kind of concerts where they just sing chants, you know, yeah. like live on stage uh, with singers like um like Jamie Webster. It's I mean you don't get that with any any other club. And it is unique in that way. And I know I get slated for saying stuff like that. And to be honest, I really don't care. Um, we are a unique club. I'm not saying we're the best team in the world. Um, we have the most trophies because we don't at the moment. And we haven't won a trophy since 2012. Those are the facts. But I do think we are unique in that sense that we are the only club that can have concerts of football chants filled with thousands of people. No other club would get that. I mean, did you see the, the City... Uh, Premier League trophy presentation. I mean, it had all of the enthusiasm of a Friday morning assembly. Yeah, I mean, it's good true. Grief. I mean, that was literally it. Yeah. Imagine we'd have won that. Like, there'd have been people taking. To be fair, I'm just off. thinking though about your concerts and stuff. They, they probably have protected car parks. That's probably the main reason. Really? Yeah, they, yeah. They get so many people. It's like, like I'm not going to get my wheels stolen tonight, kids. Really? School that's, that's tomorrow. Such, such poor banter. That is such poor banter. But so, so relevant. But it's not. It's, uh, so let's talk about the game. Um, I was going to move on to the next bit. <laughs> I would just want to talk about the game briefly. I'm very nervous about it, as you can probably tell. Um, I'm sure the sun and the sangria will help. Oh, yeah, I would have thought so. Um, Remember, I, you have an 18 month child, Stephen. I, I do. Um, I think. Don't take your shoes off. <laughs> I think, um, like I said, it's 50 50 at the moment. It's not 50-50. I really think it is. I it's think, not 50 I think Spurs will be more dangerous if they leave Kane on the bench until the last Yeah, half but I've read, I've read today that he's going to start. Gonna start. Um, but, I mean, I say that. I mentioned to my brother last weekend, he, he scores against us all the time. His, his goal record against us is fantastic. I'd be worried if Son was uh, was played. Oh, no, and he will I be was, playing. Well, he will be playing, I yeah. He but... will be playing. Um, I... I can. We've beaten them twice this season. Uh, once with a lot of luck at Anfield, those things sometimes even themselves out. So I'm going to enjoy it. My second Champions League final in two years. Didn't think I'd have a chance to go to another so soon after Kiev. So yeah, just looking forward to it, and just hopefully we'll bring um, number six back yeah. and overshadow what City have done. <laughs> now we talked a few weeks ago about. Uh, our, our somewhat bemusement, uh, quite uh, one or two of the PFA uh, t- uh, player of the uh, team of the year inclusions. Yeah. Uh, so we've kind of gone ahead and, and, and done our own, really. Um, yeah. You know, we, we'll just go through these, really. We don't need to. I, uh, don't I can't imagine them. they'll be too different, but I, I know for a fact one of mine will be different yeah. to yours. Well, um, I mentioned earlier that the, my team of the year isn't that different to the one that was, um, was awarded. But Be creative, of, Stephen. I know. All of mine are from the top two, obviously skewed from my bias. I put Alison in there. Uh, but you could I put Alison, but I have... Should we do it one? Should we do it together? Yeah, so I've done I've done Alison, uh, partly down to my bias, um, but also because he won the Golden Glove in his first yeah, year. Yeah, I put Alison. 
purely because of his, of his, his quality. He his quality, but also he's got more years in the Premier League. But I've also yeah. put, if Liverpool win the Champions League next weekend, Alisson will instantly fit into that. But I know we're talking PFA. We're talking prim, we are, but, but in terms of his stock, yeah, I, yeah, I think that, that would probably put yeah, him yeah. ahead. But I mean, uh, I, I chose him because he's he's my goalkeeper. It's, it's been his first year. And to, I know he made a couple of mistakes early on, but didn't let them phase it. Not like Carries. Carries would make a mistake and then he'd is be Is he awful. coming back or is he on a two-year? He's on a two-year. He'd make a mistake and it would affect his game and the next few games. Whereas Alisson made a couple of mistakes early on and it didn't phase him. And to go on to win the Golden Glove in your first in, in your first year yeah. is, is an incredible achievement. Um, two centre-backs. I went for Laporte and VVD. I also went for VVD. Uh, interesting. He had... A seventy-four percent tackle success rate. That's that's three out of four. That's yeah. ridiculous. Well, what's even more ridiculous is that he's the first centre back in Premier League history to go a full season without anyone dribbling around him. And he played all thirty-eight games. Yeah, no, no opposing attacker. Yeah. Not once was he dribbled past four goals as well. Season. Yeah, uh, he even said that he wanted to chip in a little bit more, but. Four is enough. I can't, I can't ask more from him. He is genuinely. I don't have a report. And the main reason I don't have a point in this is because of the players that are around him. I actually went a bit left wing, and I I, I genuinely believe this. I put in Connor Cody. Mm, I think yeah, it's, it's not. It's more to do with the, 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 the fact of he is in that Wolves team who is who have brought players in, mm-hmm. but they are they finished. Was it seventh? Yeah, in the Premier seventh, League, yeah. Cat, he's the captain. Yeah, and it's same like Van Dijk, Liverpool lad, and he came from yeah, he did come from Liverpool. You're right, yeah. but. For me, regardless of what his, his stats are and things like that, he played all 38 games this season. Yeah. He was part of that team that got them to seventh. Yeah. And I think, you know, Laporte is the second best defender in the world. Don't get me wrong. I think this is my team. This is my team of the year. I think it's and a I think for, for maybe not for his skill, but, but, but his presence, yeah. he is in my team of the I year. I think it's a really good shout. Um, and I'm glad you've got him in. Uh, I, I hadn't really thought. Thought about him a great deal, which I should have done. That's more my fault than anyone else's. Um, the reason I went for Laporte, and I, and I agree, he's probably the second best uh, or one of the best defenders in the world right now, is I think he's play, he's played a huge part in City winning the league, especially with that defense changing quite a bit. And I've seen him play really poorly. Like I saw Guardiola play him a year ago, and he Champions played left league. back this season. Played him, he played him left back a couple of, against Mo in the Champions League last year, and he was terrible. Um, yeah. And this year, I think he's come on so much. He's added a few goals. Still no French where... call, though. I think that's mad. I really do. You look at um, the likes of Koscielny and even Varane. Like, neither has he has he good. reached his potential? Laporte's going to get better. He's only Varane. Varane, maybe. I just don't understand how how Laporte doesn't get in. Right, fullbacks. Um, I've gone for the 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 best pair of fullbacks in the yeah, league. So have I. Uh, I know instantly that you're saying it. Robertson and Trent. Yeah. Um, Robertson on the fact that he's got eleven assists uh, this season, and he was eight million last eight season. Eight million from what? Uh, I mean, he's been here for two years now. Um, this is his second season. TTA has got twelve assists. TAA. TAA. TWA. Just Trent. Um, yeah. Yeah, twelve assists, and and that's a record. No Would defender. Would you like to know No defender has ever got more assists than. Combined, Trent. guess how many errors they've made that have led to a goal this season. Wrong. Zero. I mean, which shows me that the way you try and play football is you try and get them channeled into the middle. We do, but they also and <coughs> Mobo, We do channel them into the middle. Um, but the full-backs are so important to how we play because we've not got that creative midfielder. Our midfield sole purpose is box-to-box, box, 
energy, win the ball back. And because we haven't got that Coutinho in there, it's our fullbacks that have to be the creative force. And the, the fact that two fullbacks have got 23 assists yeah. in the league, that's not including Champions League or any cup competition. Just 23 assists between them the is year. insane. I think he was only a couple behind Hazard, yeah. who won the Playmaker of the Year trend. So I think I think that's right. I think they're the two best fullbacks in in definitely in the country right now. And anyone who argues otherwise is only doing so because they're biased. Obviously, I'm biased, but I think I've sp- I've spoken to enough more neutral fans uh, to suggest that they're the best two fullbacks. They're the best pair of fullbacks in the league. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking in terms of time. Let's try and zoom through yeah. these because we, I know we've got to end. We want to end it in this way. Yeah. Uh, we've gone for four three three. So who are your three? In the My field? three was difficult. This, so I pretty much went nearly all Man City. So Bernardo Silva, I dropped him back into central yeah. midfield because he is, he is for me. He can play anywhere across three midfield. Three he's come a kid. He'd be hasn't he? He's done yeah, a fantastic and he, job. He's, he's probably one of the best, uh, and he's so young as well. It's twenty two, twenty three, yeah. something. Uh, he's one of the best players I've ever seen, Bernardo Silva. Uh, I know he's missed a few games towards the end of the season, but I think City is so reliant on Fernandinho as well. So I've gone Bernardo Silva, Fernandinho. That's about. And then this was the position that I've got a slash. It's going to be interesting because I've, I've got, got, I've got slightly... No, I haven't. Uh, I've, I've got a slash um, in between. I've got one of two players. So either David Silva, who admittedly hasn't had his best season... Yeah. But he is still quality. I've got him in my, my honourables. Yeah. Um, or Jeannie Wijnaldum, who has been our, one of our best midfielders. Yeah, I've, I've I'm going to go with Jeannie. Just do you know, do you know what I mean? For me, for, for me with Jeannie... So I'll put David as honourable mention, but I'm yeah. going to put Jeannie in there. Jeannie, for me, uh, you ter- you're talking in terms of Klopp being Liverpool through and through. Jeannie is your, your pride of the, he's, of the he's, team. He's perfect for that. Look at, look at what he does when... He feels like he needs to get in the in the game, oh, yeah. and he can turn Look games. At his desire exactly. against Barca in that second. Because it must be difficult. It must be difficult with any team that are challenging on so many fronts to keep that passion. Say, but yeah. Genie, I've never seen him come off a he's field without a smile on his face. He's one Apart of, from when he's like on the subs bench at the start of a game, yeah. he's not happy. Well, he's one of the best twenty-five million pound signings ever. And I remember messaging you when we signed him, like, "Why are we signing him?" Because at that point, you played him left mid. We did. Uh, of, of and he, he, he didn't have a good and season. He was all right. He was he all right. He, he, he actually scored a hat-trick against us. Yeah, he, he did. Uh, or two, he scored two, two or three against yeah, us. Yeah, it was two. Uh, up, at, uh, up at St. James's. Uh, one was wildly deflected, but he scored a couple of others as well. Um, but he has been absolutely... He's He, he very rarely loses... Very rarely loses the ball. He's impossible to shrug off it. He's great at using using his backside as well to keep people well, off. He's got a great... And that turn against Barca where he takes three yeah. of them out on the halfway line. I still think he is one of the most underrated midfielders you, in the league. You don't expect a fantastic turn when Barcelona played to be for the other team when you no. had Diasta and Javi. Oh, no, no. And Messi. But Genie, I think... I'll, I'll go... I mean, I did. I put David Silva or Genie Wijnaldum. I, I'll, I'll blame my bias for putting Genie in, but... He is, he's probably, I, I say probably because Fabinho has been very good this year as well, but Gini, I'd say, he's, has to be one of our, the first midfielders on our team sheet. Um, yeah, I've gone I've gone same. I've gone Fernandinho, Dover yeah. and Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that surprises yeah. me, to be fair. Forwards, uh, I've not got Salah. I have got Salah. <laughs> right, my front three is it's still front three, but it's a little... Uh, I've not got an out-and-out striker, so I've gone on early out front. So Are we going to have the same here? Probably. Um, I've put Mo through the middle as the ST. Yeah. I've put Mo there just because, I mean, because it's Mo Salah. 
he's one of the golden boot winners at 22, uh, 22 goals. Out on either wing, I've put Marnie, because Marnie's had his best year for us goal-wise. Yeah, I've and, got he's, and he's been world-class, and I've put Sterling on the other side. Ah, see, I've put Sterling the way I was. I've put Sam. Really? Because mm, you look at the effect. The, yeah. Again, I've gone for the effect could, on the you team. Could gone, you could have gone Sam. Yeah. The effect for the team. Sterling has done great in a team, which has scored loads anyway. But I think Sterling is the reason that City have pushed on this year and retained. Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah. Because Aguero, I know Aguero scored a few as well. But he's, he's, he's been in and out of the team, Aguero. And he's not had Sane. Uh, Sane was on top form last season. Yeah. Sane was unstoppable and he hasn't been this year. So Sterling's had to step up his game. And you know it must hurt me to put Sterling in mine. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have put him in there because I love him at all. But I think a front three of Mo through the middle... Uh, Marnie on one side and Sterling on the other. That's mine. Uh, we'll we'll close set because I'm. I don't want people to be sat around for about three and a half hours listening to us. So, <laughs> uh, but on my honourables that I've not mentioned, I put Fraser the early season. Yeah. Uh, form. I've also got Laporte. I've told you that yeah. Hazard's in there because playmaker of the season. Yeah, he, he has the best season, season. I think they've said on record, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm bored of it. He's not. He's not done anything. He's not. I, I mean, you could argue that he's he's taken Chelsea to third. Yeah, that's more because the teams around them haven't really wanted yeah. it enough. So, and I've put Dilver in as well. David Silva. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair. Uh, just to close out, um, we will be speaking a lot more about this. I think if people have listened to over the recent weeks, uh, we've not, ended not that much similar. Yeah, not that we've been on every week. No, we are going to. Life gets in the way. New jobs and such. Um, but we are going to try and end each week uh, on a very similar note, as you'll have seen in the last. And actually, we're going to be uh, we're we're going to be starting uh, well, a sort of a side. Ex- yeah, we're very excited um, to be partnering up with Trolley Football Club, aren't we? Um, to start releasing a monthly podcast. Um, I know our episode on Trolley last season was very well received. Really well received. Um, we got really we got a lot of um, listeners, but not just the numbers. We got a lot of really good comments. We did um, and reviews. From and that was just episode. a one-off, wasn't and that it? That was a one-off, yeah. And we had a great time doing it. We've been back to Trolley a couple of times since to see um, Alex, uh, the head of media yeah, yeah. at Trolley, um, interviewed, and we did interview Andy and Jamie. And, so uh, they liked what we did so much that we're, uh, we're going to be partnering up with them, doing a monthly focus starting uh, during pre-season. And we're going to focus on um, the mighty Magpies going up to the conference, the National League. They did. They, uh, neither of us could actually make it to the game, but no, Tom, I was Tom at, went. Tom went, yeah. Uh, our absent friend this evening was there. Um, I was there in spirit when it was clear that Liverpool weren't winning the Premier League. I was at Anfield watching them beat Wolves. But as soon as City were three or four one up, I forget. I was looking at my phone, checking the scores. It was no, uh, no. More I went to exercise. It was um, went one 0 up. I was the buzzing. mighty magpies was, went one up. Yeah, I was buzzing for about sixty seconds. Until my, well, my phone lost signal. Oh, did it? And then when it came back on, it was one one. Yeah, spending like, more oh, scores. Oh, come on. Um, you should have seen the. Have you seen the pictures from the ground? No. Absolutely packed. Oh, I've seen. I've seen the uh, the pitch invasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh I've well, Tom shows pictures of, of, of an unfortunate guy losing hold, his footy with two while, kids while in holding the... a child under each arm. Yeah. Fair play. I mean, it's it's passion, isn't it? Well, I mean, broken nose is all right, but yeah, passion. The relief um, would have been would have been massive. I mean, you don't. We. I don't like using the word deserve in football. But you could argue Chorley really did deserve to go up this season. By I mean, the way, last time we were on here, we, we had a bit of a 
had they been in the league above before they had been. Yeah, yeah, twenty nine years yeah, ago. Yeah, twenty nine years ago. Yeah, um, twenty nine years is a long time. Some would say that would be my lifetime. My lifetime, not, yeah, not yours. <laughs> not yours. You was you were alive then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think it's great for the club. Cheers for that, Simon. <laughs> um, it's great for the club. They did deserve to go up this year. Stockport went on an absolutely incredible run and just pipped them. But Chorley were there or thereabouts, literally from August last year. Uh, and I'm, I'm so really what we're saying is, is and I hope we can end with this because I think we're both over the moon for it. Yeah, definitely. We what we're that. saying is that we could categorically say, and I do want to end on this, so we can say our goodbyes just after this, but we are categorically saying that Chorley are better than Leeds. Yeah, definitely. And with that, thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Um, we will... We will be back next week. We will and we'll give you a few more details on our partnership with uh, with Charlie Football Club moving forward as well. Absolutely. Um, and all I've got to say is thank you for listening and we will speak at you next week. Yeah. See you later. <laughs>